Hey guys, this is Brad and Mike from Dallas Geek, and we are here today with Alan Bourgeois from the Texas Authors Association. So uh, we are here to be able to talk to you about your organization, get a little bit more information out there to our viewers about uh, what you guys do, uh, how you do it, why you do it, and um, how a lot of the up and coming authors out there can participate with you. Sounds good. So, so whenever you're ready. Yeah, just uh, I <laughs> guess I'm ready. start us from the beginning, <laughs> take it all the way. Yeah, cool. So as a writer, I have seven books published myself. Um, I've gone with traditional as, and then ultimately doing my own self-indie. Um, but I was also a publisher. Okay. And so in the five years I was publishing, I did 60 books for authors around the world. Okay. And the key aspect that I learned as a small publisher was the fact that marketing is so important and so expensive. Okay, I'm sure you guys, you know, marking yourselves realize how expensive it actually yeah, be. a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 So um, I looked around on the internet and through community groups to see if there was any groups out there that would help authors with the marketing aspect, and I was shocked to find out none. Hmm. Um, Texas has over a hundred writing groups all different types of genres and everything but no one supporting marketing which authors need hmm. and you know even video guys need it oh yeah and so i mean it's one of those critical things if you're going to succeed people need to know who you are so back in 2011 august 2011 i formed texas association of authors um, which is now called texas authors incorporated okay and started that nonprofit, and now eight years, well, seven years later, um, we've grown extensively. Um, we have about 350 members, um, all different types of genres, all different types of ages, um, and we continue to grow on a regular basis as people get to learn more and more about us. We do a lot of different programs and events. We've created two more additional nonprofits to help support what we do and to give authors more opportunities to get exposure and stuff. So I'm gonna take a deep breath and let you ask a question. <laughs> what has been the biggest hurdle that you have come across so far in getting the word out to up and coming authors? Because uh, I know it, yeah, as you said, you know, across all the different genres, it's a very wide community. So. Extremely wide. Um, we've estimated through our surveys that there's over 9,000 published Texas authors. It's the second largest in the country, and we're even bigger than New York, which is surprising being the big house of publishing and stuff. Um, but population-wise, we are the second biggest. So getting out to that huge state and letting people know we exist has been the challenge and without the proper funding to do the advertising to do the marketing we've been doing it very much grassroots going to book festivals you know attending all different types of events we were just at the texas library conference our fifth year doing that our fourth year we're getting ready to do number five um the texas book festival we are always there for the last four years um just anything we're now actually going outside the state to give our authors more exposure to librarians outside of the state. We'll be in New Orleans um, for the American Library Association. We were just in Denver. We'll be in New York this year. We'll be in Chicago soon. So, I mean, we're getting out there to give our authors that opportunity to get the exposure they so desperately need. But bottom line is that marketing. So everything we can think of to get the word out there, we do. We have 30,000 followers on our social media accounts, um, and it grows on average 100 per week. Um, so, which is good, and considering I'm a one-man team, that's really good. <laughs> um, but 
it, it's about getting the word out there, making sure they know what we do because we do so much, it overwhelms a lot of people. Um, for example, this is our third year doing the author's marketing event, which is a weekend event purely for people to learn how to market and sell themselves. So this year it's here in Dallas. Um, it's been in Houston, Austin, and we'll be in San Antonio soon. Um, and it's got so much going on during that time that we've literally had to, to videotape it so that people can go back and refresh their memory because everyone says, I feel like jello because there's just so much information. Yeah. And, and that is marketing and it's constantly changing. Right. And so we're here to help in that aspect. So the people get to go back, watch the videos over the course of the year, see what they missed, see what they, you know, yeah. what, refresh memory, things of that nature and stuff. Yeah. Um, we have a radio show that we do twice a week. Actually, now we're going to three times a week. Oh, wow. Um, we're booked all the way through the end of the year. So we're averaging about eight months out in bookings. Um, so you know, people need to learn how to plan their strategy for selling their books, when they publish them and stuff like that. We're helping them with that process. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we've definitely learned uh, just from our experiences uh, with this whole podcast that uh, marketing, because there are so many different avenues that you can take, there are there's just so much you have to learn, especially if you're going to be going beyond just the purely digital into more traditional marketing methods. Uh, I mean, that, that just adds on so much more of the edu uh, educational process. So no, it, it definitely makes sense that there needs to be some central way for authors to learn about that because otherwise it's just trying to piecemeal it from everywhere that they can find it. Exactly. So. And reinventing the wheel is what we call it. Yeah. Because <laughs> authors get online when they're new at the process and they start looking at all the stuff that's out there and they spend out, excuse me, they spend hours and hours of doing that and it's just a waste of their time. They can come to us and we can streamline it for them and say, okay, this works, this doesn't. Try this, try that. Did you know about this? Did you hear about that? Yeah, and with the constant changes as well, especially now with social media, people are pulling away from it. Sure. So now you gotta figure out how to reach them again in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. Do the old traditional ways now start coming back, such as print and stuff like that? So it, it's a constant change. Um, and we're excited because it, it's fun and it's, it, it's exciting to constantly see what's going on and what new things come out, but it's exhausting. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you said, you said that you guys have a radio show that you guys do three times or two times now you'll be going into three times a week mm -hmm. um, so I guess you guys use that to I guess um, we have we interview the authors right. um, so we do Tuesday and Thursday nights at 7 p.m. on blog talk radio um, that's our live and then we um, edit it down for the podcast we put it on iTunes stitchers SoundCloud um, and we average about a thousand listeners on all the platforms and stuff um, but yes it is introducing the, these authors to the public um, and it's all types of genres so I mean somebody could pop in and find children's one day and then erotica the next. I mean, sure. it's all over the place. Sure. Um, but that's good because we put those um, podcasts up and they stay up. Right. We don't yeah. ever take them down until we decide we're done doing this. Yeah. Um, so for years, they could be up there, which is great advertising for those authors, right. especially as they're coming out with book two, three, or 100. Mm -hmm. You know, people get to continue to learn about them and stuff like that for years on end and, and find some great stuff. I mean, you'd be amazed at how many top New York's bestsellers there are in Texas. And okay. there are a lot, and people still don't even know who they are. Right. So... 
the marketing weekend is where you spend the majority of your time actually putting out the marketing information. And it sounds like the radio show is more of uh, an opportunity for you to be the marketing for these different authors. Is Correct. that about right? That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, we actually do three emails a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings that has the latest information programs that we test out to see if they work or not. Um, so we'll put that out constantly and we refresh them during the time. But that weekend is where the professionals walk in the door and sit down with them and say, okay, this is how you do it. And they show you, they work with you. They go through that whole process and stuff. And then we have a nice dinner at the end as well and stuff, you know, kind of warm everybody up and stuff. Um, but yes, that weekend is that key weekend for authors. And it's very inexpensive. I mean, okay. It really is. So, so how much does that uh, weekend usually run your authors? Right now, um, when we kick it off, it's always at 50% off. Um, so for like 150 bucks, you know, through this month of April, they could easily get on. Okay. But it will max out to $300 before the event. Okay. And that includes the dinner and the entire weekend event. The only thing they have to pay for is their transportation and hotel. And we get discounts for all, both of those. So that helps too. So how often do you have that weekend a year? Is it just it's one weekend? Year, okay. Always in July, the end of July. Okay. Mm. Um, so uh, the radio show, uh, you put that out uh, live on what platform exactly? Blog Talk Radio. Okay. And then um, we edit it from there and put it up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and stuff. Um, we also have a museum as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's all online right now. Okay. Um, we thought we had a place situated where we could actually go in physically, but it got sold out from under us. Oh, no, and it's like, uh, we got to start from scratch again. Sure. Yeah. Um, but we have over 800 authors currently listed on there from the last 200 years. Oh, wow. Um, so their biographies, their books, information is all on there. And we're constantly adding things to it. Um, we also have our own book festival network which are book festivals we actually produce around the state. We had okay. six of them. This year we're doing, we did Galveston already. We're getting ready to do Wimberley, um, uh, Bryan College Station, Giddings, uh, McKinney, Dallas, and then we're possibly one more in South Texas. Um, and then we'll be adding on one every year after that so that the whole state has good saturation. Um, awesome. awesome. What has been your most uh, beneficial method of exposure for new authors? Has it been the radio show? Has it been uh, the website? Has uh, wh What have you found? There's really no one specific thing, okay? Um, we do so much that if the author uses some of it, not all of it, but even just some of it, they get the exposure. Okay. It's what works for them. Okay. And because we do so much, they get to choose, you know, pick and choose what they're comfortable with. Um, some don't like Twitter, for example, so they don't have a Twitter account. Even though we post that out there, um, we we will do a short um, tweet about every other day, almost every two days of the authors. And then we'll also do a, um, a tweet with a visual aspect, an image. Um, we do that at least once a month. So that's constantly out there. And that has helped some people. Um, our press release service has helped some authors get more exposure. Um, our book awards contest has definitely helped a lot of people in that respect. Um, the Facebook, same thing. You know, we put the postings out there and they get to learn about that. The Book festivals have worked really well for some of them because they love that interconnection with sure. people. Um, some of them just can't 
get up off their seat, you know, because they're afraid and stuff. So it really depends on who it is, what will work for them. Um, in our latest survey, we did see that if they did at least 10%, their book sales increased. Okay. So that's pretty good. Um, but it's getting them to understand what's out there and then finding what's comfortable. We, we do work with them on that and stuff. So. Sure. Now, you said you were coming at this from a marketing standpoint because a lot of these people don't necessarily know how to market themselves. Mm -hmm. um, what's the biggest thing that you find with the majority of new authors coming in, I guess their biggest misconception about how to get themselves out there, or I guess their biggest hurdle in getting themselves out there. Their biggest hurdle, that's the key, is they don't want to do it. <laughs> that's the honesty. Um, most of them want to write. They don't want to market. Okay. Unfortunately, no matter who you get published, whether you're traditional, self, or hybrid, you still have to be out there marketing. Right. You have to promote yourself. You know, like I mentioned earlier, there's 9,000 authors in Texas alone there's a million in the United States right okay you're competing against a million books a year being published okay yeah that's huge so in order for people to know you you've got to be doing something do something to get yourself right yeah bookmarks business cards radio shows cable whatever it is yeah, right. people need to know that you exist and if you don't do it yeah you may still succeed but it's going to take a lot longer right okay and the key also is that no matter what you do always think it could be that one person that you meet that could change everything for you it may not be this year it may be 10 years down the road, but you never know. And if you're not out there doing it, finding that one person or happen to meet that one person, forget it. It's not going to happen. You said that you're in town right now for the Librarians uh, Convention. Texas Library Conference. Texas Library Conference. Uh, so at those type of conferences that you attend, uh, what is your primary goal there? Is it to simply get the word out about the organization or is it to get the word out about specific authors that you're wanting to promote for the libraries oh, it's both we open up we will get a, a booth for example we had two booths this year so we will open it up and allow authors to come in so that they can sell their books or promote their books on you know given a table space or a display space um, so that the librarians learn about them okay because the librarians are always craving new stuff okay um, so that gives those authors that opportunity to get that exposure and, and that's so critical it's one of those things a lot of authors cannot come in during the week to do those events because they work, but at least they can have their book displayed, get information out there, and that makes a difference for them in the long run. Okay. So we do those things. We do it at the Texas Book Festival. The American Library Association will be in the New York Library Association. So we're you know, doing those things to get the word out there beyond Texas and okay. stuff. Um, we're actually working with a new organization called Indie Beacon so that we can help expand it more so and stuff. Um, we work with international companies when we can to help get the exposure out there. Um, Squirrel, um, a whole bunch of different aspects that do exist. So it's always about getting the word out there and stuff. When you uh, go to these uh, conferences as well, I know that one of the big problems that faces a lot of libraries, uh, both public and school libraries, is funding. Uh, so I'm sure that the ability to acquire new books for their collections is always an ongoing issue for them. Um, do you have a way of being able to assist them with that to get the books 
for the authors that you're representing uh, out there. <laughs> um, that gives me a chance to tell you about something else we do. Um, so we have a, an annual contest, a short story contest, and the winners get published in a book. We sell the book, and that money then goes towards our um, Dear Texas Literacy Program. Dear Texas is one of our nonprofits, a 501c3. So the money we raise from that actually then goes into Texas authors' books that are given to Title I schools or to libraries that are in need and stuff. So we do the marketing aspect with the short stories because authors get exposure, but then we get to sell it and raise money to help get books into libraries and schools. So it's definitely. To that extent, <laughs> we also just did our first um, short story contest for grades 6 through 12. Okay. And it's actually getting ready to get printed. It just so happened that the judges chose all women winners purely by accident because they had no idea what the first names were. Okay. They just oh, had last names and they okay. went with the stories and just happened to be that one. So it's great Very being cool. the year yeah. of the woman that all that happened. Um, so we chose a really beautiful cover for that. Um, very woman and artistically des designed. It's really a great cover. Um, so that will be out in May. And if anybody wants it, um, they can go to books.txauthors.com and they can actually see all the 3,000 titles we have on the website of Texas Authors. They can read sample chapters there. Um, so that's another thing we do to help give the exposure and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, the short story contest runs from March through July for adults and August through January for the children, um, grade six or 12. And, you know, it's again, another way of helping us raise money to give back to the community. And that's something we're really thrilled about because we've done this year alone, in the four months already, we've done $15,000 worth of books given back. Oh. Um, over the years, we, we have totaled up to 25000 up to the end of last year. So we're way beyond our, our goals this year already and stuff. So we're very excited good, about good. that. Well, that is awesome. Uh, I mean, that, that, that is a very, uh, actually very proactive way of being able to get the, uh, the books from uh, the different authors out there uh, in a, an easier fashion. <laughs> um, so since you said that the short story uh, contest uh, goes as uh, young as sixth grade and then, you know, up, of the authors that you've had a chance to be able to uh, help uh, get their books out there as a whole. What's been the youngest author that you've been able to help get their work put out? Well, when I was actually a publisher, the youngest one I did was nine years old. Really? Yes. Um, now, as our nonprofit organization, the short stories, the youngest ones are um, 12, okay. um, the sixth graders. Um, but we full did book form. full book. Um, well, I just met with a mother yesterday yeah. whose child's book is out there and is getting ready to come out with her second one. Okay. She's self-published. Okay. Um, and the only actual age I know is she's a teenager. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, but they're aggressively going out there and pushing and promoting it and stuff. Awesome. And so awesome. they were thrilled to hear about yeah. us because we can help right. them with yeah, that. Sure. Um, awesome. But yeah, it's, it's those things. Um, to your aspect as to what we've been able to accomplish, every so often I'll get an email from one of the authors saying, I just got a publishing contract because of your, you know, helping me learn how to market and stuff. Fantastic. That's what publishers are looking for, people who know how to sell themselves. Because yeah. that makes a world of difference. They're about the numbers. Yeah. And if you can't do the numbers, they don't want 
they're not interested. That's also why you see a lot of crap out there. Yeah, and especially because of how saturated the market has become today with the availability of ebooks mm-hmm. and be able to put that out there, uh, I, I can definitely see how it, publishers would be looking to take some of the workload off of their shoulders um, just because of the mass consumption that is required for their job to be effective. So. And that's something we are really struggling to help with the authors. So many authors, and I was guilty of this as well. I wrote it. I want it published now. You can't really do that. You have to learn how to spread it out and get the marketing lined up so that people know and want your book so that when it is ready, you've got the sales, you've got the numbers, you can do it. But if you're not taking your time with it and you're just pushing it out there, you're going to have errors. I mean, my first book, I've gone through five proofreaders and they're still errors. It drives me nuts. Okay. Um, So, you know, that's part of it. The editorial part, the marketing, all of those things you really need to understand and take your time with so that you are able to do a great job at it. Okay. Speaking of proofreading, um, so your organization, you said, does a lot of assistance with marketing. Um, Does it have any opportunities to connect authors with potential editors, whether freelance or in general, to be able to help with their work? Yes. Matter of fact, Indie Beacon, which is one of our companies, um, and it just started the first of the year, has on its website a a directory of services. So editors, media people, um, proofreaders, graphic designers, all of the things you need are listed on there, and we're always adding to that list. So yes, we realize how valuable that can be. Um, and, And it does two things for us. One, it opens up the doors for people outside the country or outside um, the state to be able to find people that they can connect with to do the job Mm -hmm. but it also helps us on the local economy because as we mentioned earlier the money we raise for the books goes back to Texas authors which then goes back to the Texas economy and through our surveys over the years we've realized that we as authors bring in between 500 to 750 million dollars to the Texas economy wow yeah and we figure we'll be at about a billion within the year to two years awesome very nice I mean, that's huge. And, yeah. and nobody knows that. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't have guessed it. No, yeah. 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 So you have marketing um, education for your authors. You have opportunities to connect them with other resources within the creative community uh, from uh, editors and proofreaders to graphic designers. Um, Are there any other services or uh, sets of skills within the community that you can help uh, that you guys help? create those connections for uh, your authors or is it just uh, everything on the back end in the actual sales side is up to them once they get the education like do you provide any uh, sales um, services that you guys can say okay here, here's uh, somebody that can help you sell or here's somebody that can help you market other than just you do it now that you have the education yes um, we do that in different ways um, the book festivals that we mentioned yeah. that's a great avenue 
avenue to get those sales. Um, our own bookstore that's online is a great way to get those sales. Um, we're actually working harder and harder to compete against Amazon in that concept because we want to take the books back away from them. Um, I, I'll skip that subject. Anyways, um, but we also work with other companies and other sources. Matter of fact, um, over the last couple of years, I've met with one company that gets books into libraries. So we've formed a, a semi-relationship that helps our authors get through that process so they can get their books out there. Um, matter of fact, there's two different organizations that we've done that with. Um, so we do find those avenues. We do figure out how to make it work so that they can continue to increase their sales and and for all practical purposes, stay one step ahead of the competition. Sure. So then, in your experience, which is harder for an independent author? To get their book into a library or to get their book on a shelf of an actual bookstore? Wow. Um, there are two different types of monsters. Okay. Okay. You can actually have better luck getting it into a library. Whether or not li um, people that go to the library are reading it is another issue. Sure. And that kind of falls to that bookstore aspect. But we really have spent a lot of time getting the authors to understand how to get those books into the bookstores. Um, a lot of times it is commission-based simply because they're unknown. So they have to build that social media and then we help them with that. Um, they have to have a good presentation to give to the bookstore to get their interest and stuff. Um, we do create special events where we will go in with certain bookstores like Barnes & Noble or the independent bookstores and create a, a festival, a mini type festival where they can sell the books and stuff. Our short story books have done that type of thing, getting the authors in to read their stories and stuff. And then they get to promote what books they have and stuff. Um, but I mean, there's a whole bunch of different aspects aspects to it that we are helping them learn what it's about and how to make that happen. Okay, cool. said that on the radio show, you bring on authors to be able to uh, talk about the books, read some excerpts from their books. Um, for live events, uh, what kind of events uh, do you guys set up to be able to have that opportunity as well? Like, do you uh, work with individual libraries to do story time uh, for like children's books or um, to be able to work with uh, bookstores around to uh, set up readings from specific authors? Uh, what, what, what kind of stuff do you offer for that? We do. Um, we also work with schools. We have done events where we bring authors in for a particular day of, of reading and stuff. Um, the DEER program, Drop Everything and Read, when we were kids, we're involved and that's gone away a lot. Yeah. So we've you know, done what we can to help bring that back right. in okay. and stuff. Um, it may be just a whole day where authors get to come in and talk about their books. We do work with them. We do bring the authors in for that we help cover some of that expense because they can't really afford to do it and stuff sure. whether it's the library or the school you know either way um Live events, for example, um, February 1st of this year, 2018, I created an, a marketing opportunity for authors. It's called Meeting a Thousand Authors in a Year. So every time I meet an author, I do a live Facebook interview with them. Okay. It's short, sweet, get people to learn about them and stuff. Um, we've done about 70 so far, um, which is real small for my goal. But I mean, I get to get a chance to get out there and meet them, and I'll be doing that at the Dallas um, Book Festival. 
on other book festivals and stuff. Um, so it's good exposure for them. It's a great way for people to learn about them. It's up on our website. It's up on Facebook. So there's lots of that commingling of, of social information. Um, so we do look at those things to try to figure out how we can make that happen and stuff. Okay. So I know that your organization is physically based in Austin, but you represent uh, authors from all across the state. Um, so for any independent authors that are going to be watching this that would be interested in getting connected with your organization, um, from a practical level, how often do the authors usually need or are encouraged to come to Austin to meet with you or uh, participate in events in Austin? We never... Um we don't have a specific meeting type situation. We do have socials from time to time. Um, so a local regional area will do a social and they can come and meet the fellow authors at that point or meet me at that point. Um, of course, they can always go to the website txauthors.com. They can email me at txauthors.live.com and we'll reach out to them and talk with them and stuff. Um, the book festivals, of course, the ones we produce are the other ones definitely do those. Um, but as far as an annual event, our author's marketing event we talked about, that really is a good one for them to be in. I'm really... <sighs> I try to keep it as low cost as I can, yeah. but it really is one of those things you're going to get so much from it, it's well worth the money. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, just do it. Sure. So uh, then just as a final point uh, to wrap up, um, where can all of the authors that would be interested in getting connected with you and your organization, uh, where could they find you and the resources that you offer? Sure. Um, our main website is TX authors.com my email is txauthors at live l-i-v-e dot com uh, one of our nonprofits is dear d-e-a-r texas dot info i-n-f-o and then our museum is texas authors dot institute okay. no dot com or anything after that just texas authors dot institute if they're interested in the book festivals it's book festival dot network okay. um, and what about social media oh we're all over the place <laughs> just type in texas authors you'll find us and somewhere somehow some format so facebook twitter instagram instagram linkedin uh snapchat yes all right <laughs> um and once again if they want to find your um podcast and um actual uh radio show where can they find that again we encourage them to go to soundcloud.com okay. they can do a search for dear texas radio and they'll see all the shows we have over 250 shows we've done over the last two years um, of course we're on iTunes um, we are on Stitcher um, we do the live broadcast on Blog Talk Radios okay. 7 uh, yeah 7 8 um, 7 p.m. excuse me Tuesday and Thursday nights yeah. see we do so much I get confused <laughs> and are you on YouTube at all yes okay. yes come on come on come on <laughs> who am I missing <laughs> uh, do you uh, do any uh, live video streams on Twitch by chance no okay you got me on that one. Got it. We got it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, then it does sound like there are more than a few uh, ways to be able to get a hold of you and your organization.
information. Um, so yes, if you are an independent author uh, that is out there looking for assistance, getting your uh, work out there, want to learn more about how to do that, or uh, just want to be able to be part of a larger community of authors uh, and get the benefit of that, um, definitely check uh, these guys out. It is worth every second of your time. They have so many uh, great resources to take advantage of. So uh, please do that. Make life easier for yourself. And uh, if you are a reader, um, definitely check out their website. They have a great list of uh, authors from all across the genres to be able to uh, offer as options for you to be able to read. So uh, check them out and enjoy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Mike, do you have anything else? Come on, Mike. You've been quiet. I'm good. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, then uh, this is Brad and Mike from Dallas Geek. And once again, Alan Bourgeois, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, your time, absolutely. guys. Thank you. See you later. Thank mm -hmm. you.